0: There's a drive, deep left center field, it is high, not as far, that is gone to the back row of the monster seats. It's Glaber Day. Barry Kent Jr. is also in the game. Robinson!
1: Oh, what a catch and flush! Spectacular play from Mitchell Robinson. Darnold
0: swings it downfield. Chumbo and a grab. Touchdown! On fourth and five. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shoeless Joe's podcast, who meet a podcast heard around the world. This is our first episode of 2021, so a
1: happy, happy New you.
0: Year's! And <laughs> <Happy> <laughs> that's new according to you, to you. Um, uh, so thanks. Please join us for this new year. Um, we're gonna shout out the socials, but also, uh, this is gonna be a big year for us. We want to take steps with this podcast. We want to blow it up we really want it to be heard all around the world we know we've hit a couple of countries (laughs) and singular people overseas uh but really we want we want to get this podcast out we want to make a better product for you guys um and so in saying that uh let's get the socials out the um shoeless joe's pod on twitter and instagram um and definitely follow the youtube page if we can post this video on there um at the shoeless joe's podcast right
2: yes she show podcast, um, and then obviously, as Obi always says, you gotta hit hit the bell, throw a like, throw a subscribe. I mean, the socials will be right here, right here on the screen, right next to Obi on, on Obi's right. Um, so hit those, check those out. But yeah, like I said, it's a new year, and I mean, we we've been talking, we got a lot of things planned, a lot of new creative stuff for the YouTube channel. Obviously, we're gonna keep coming with the podcast, but we're gonna try to do other stuff to get you guys more engaged, um, and keep trying to build that community we've been talking about. Um. But yeah, on that note, I imagine we might as well get into our content for today's episode. Um, So our first plan for this episode was to cover all the NFL playoff stories that have happened so far, and then give give you guys our previews for the upcoming playoff matchups. So first, to get right into it, I know we waited all, we we didn't know if we'd even get here with all the COVID and stuff going on. How do you guys feel to sit down and finally watch a nice Playoff football on
1: the past weekend. Uh, it was exciting. It was nice. A uh, couple great storylines we had this weekend. Uh, we got a we got a quarterback earning some money over there in, uh, in Washington. Hopefully, in uh, hanky, uh uh What other stories we had this week? Oh, Philip Rivers' possible last game. That's crazy.
2: Uh, Apparently, the Browns are are not indeed the Browns. So. So, yeah. so juju
0: and also lamar jack can win a playoff game all <laughs> right let's stop this let's stop this narrative all right even though he had to run most of the game he ran into the end zone enough times
2: big big win for the community we'll definitely say that <laughs> Um, but on that note, I mean, I guess that's a, that's a good game to start with. We could start off with Baltimore, Tennessee. Um, and the first half, it was really looking scary for the Baltimore and specifically Lamar Jackson. I mean, that first pick he threw trying to throw that route to, to Hollywood was <laughs> it was all over the Internet, didn't know where that ball was being thrown. Um, but, I mean, in the second half, they really locked it in, and it turned into a defensive battle. Uh, we knew that Tennessee was going to try to come in and control the game with Derrick Henry, but it seems like the Ravens yeah. – and the Ravens had all the answers for that. So what were your guys' thoughts on Lamar, how the Ravens matched up, and m- maybe Derrick Henry and the Titans' offense, what went wrong?
1: Uh, Lamar definitely stepped up to the plate when it was done, but I, we got to give a big shout-out to that Ravens' defense. Uh, to that game, what, uh, above 2,000 yards rushing? And yeah. I think he was held for uh, – uh, Like 60, 18, 50, something
0: like that. Eight,
1: 18 attempts to 40 yards. So oh, Good. Averaging two point two in attempt. like that, that is ridiculous. So shout out to those boys. Uh, what was clay Campbell playing that game? Clay's Campbell was yeah. in that game, and uh, Yannick. All right,
0: boy. Nah, <laughs> they was talking a lot during that game, especially in the game in the season. Uh, when Tennessee had came out and stepped all over the Ravens, the Ravens. Uh, you know, emblem in the middle of the field, which has been a thing in the NFL this year. <laughs> this year, really often. I haven't seen it since To came and slammed the ball <laughs> in the Dallas Star, and then they murked him, murked but, him. <laughs> yeah, they killed him. But um, so obviously, you don't do that, and it obviously hasn't been bro, done since. But the league, the, like the league has gotten nah, the soft. The league has gotten. The league has gotten
1: soft. <laughs> but bro, to end the game like that, stomping on that Titans emblem, bro, yo, you gotta be sick. The thing you is gotta, though.
2: The thing is, when they did that, bro, the game was not even completely over yet, because Tennessee, no, Tennessee still had three timeouts, and there was like two minutes left, so they could have really backfired, and yeah. I, on that same play, too, it was just unfortunate, like, Tannehill didn't even make a bad throw, like, I think it was it AJ Brown, or was it Corey Davis, whoever it was, just fell on their on their break, and just fell, and went uh, straight to I'm pretty sure it was
1: AJ Brown. Yeah,
2: so that was kind of unfortunate to see, um, but i said cory davis
1: Corey davis has been cut from the titans for like two years now <laughs> right, well that's that one's on me i, I, <laughs> I got no answers to that one. Oh, um, man, that man kept breaking his hand
0: now aj brown was uh balling out in the first half but they like uh, they like credits to that ravens defense like they could not open up the pass without that derrick henry run and with them stopping that they knew exactly what was coming they were literally playing into baltimore's hands so that game was bad for tennessee
2: um, if you guys don't have anything else on that game, we can transition to the next one. Um, Chicago, New Orleans, a game that uh, in the first half was very actually competitive and interesting. I mean, a few big swing plays went against Chicago. Um, and, and, I mean, so te- I mean uh, New Orleans didn't look that sharp, but they're going to have a challenge this week. Um, what did you think about how New Orleans performed? What did you think about Trubisky? Uh, and what do you think is going on in the future with Chicago?
1: Like, um, New Orleans, they they like kind of underplayed, kind of played through their competition. Like, they're definitely a better team on paper than Chicago. But, um, you know, shout out to Mitch Trubisky, he knows the organization doesn't want him anymore and still found the way to ball out. Uh, I'm looking here now, 19 for 29, 199 yards, and he took care of the football, he did everything they, they pretty much asked him to do. But, like, like I said, that that New Orleans team is just better on paper, you know. But, 9 to 21, that's not even a pretty
0: bad score. For Chicago, uh, no. And Chicago's defense is good, but like you said, there were a lot of swing plays. I don't know what's that kid's name, like Whims or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, cut, cut him like y'all cut Cody Parkey bro. <laughs> Cause that <laughs> drop is ridiculous <laughs> to be in the National Football League and to drop a touchdown pass like that in the playoffs. And oh, you wild about the card one, the game is ridiculous? On. Yeah. Like
2: the little like fleet when they were yeah, in the Yeah, and
0: Trubisky's not even good at downfield throws, but that throw was on the on the money on the money. <laughs> on the money. <laughs> like that is a game changing play.
2: Yo, they showed. I saw so many pictures of his hands like this and the ball hitting his thigh, bro. <laughs> like <laughs>
0: so that, bad. it
2: was so bad. Um, but so I mean awful. they're... Their defense made Drew Brees uncomfortable in the first half. And I feel like that's going to be kind of the theme of the playoffs for New Orleans. Like, we all know what Kamara's going to do. And I feel like he's going to eat up a lot of yards, just him and Michael Thomas, on those short throws. Because people don't trust Brees' arm as much anymore. Thomas? Yeah. So they're going to get after him and make him quit. (laughs) I don't don't agree. I don't endorse that message. But they're going to get after uh, Drew Brees and see see how much he really has left. Um, It's going to be interesting because they're going into a division matchup, which we'll get to those predictions in a little bit. But. What did you think about Breeze and the Saints' offense?
0: Now, this could also be his last hurrah. Like, uh, Drew Brees could be out after this. Drew Brees is, like, 42. Like, when you start to think about it, like, guys being that old playing in the NFL, like, the kind of toll you take on your body. Um, him being a short guy, an undersized guy, he's done a lot with his career, and he leads um, – like he currently is the leader in passing yards. Passing yards, yeah.
1: Um
0: he'll be taken over soon but um but that feat alone is like amazing and tremendous but I I don't know how much he has left but I think the skill position players on his team could carry him to a win. Um I I mean I don't know if they'll make the Super Bowl. The NFC is kind of close though. No, nah, yeah, the NFC is now nah, it's kind of. Good. Not that they weeded them out, but it is interesting. Now it's interesting because like
2: the rest of the way, these games are most likely going to be shootouts the rest of the way, and with it, who they face, because they're playing Tampa Bay this week, and then they play, um, who is it? Either the Rams, Rams or, or Green or Bay the Packers, which would be a shootout. And then if it goes to Super Bowl, it's going to be <laughs> probably uh, Kansas City, unless Josh Allen has something yeah. to say about it. Um, so it's or like-
0: Baker.
1: <laughs> nah,
0: you're foul You're foul The Browns are gonna get clapped <laughs> No, Chase, Chase
1: full of the clown for that oh, gonna get They're gonna clapped. get clapped So it don't really matter You saw Ryan Clark
2: was tight about it He said, I don't understand the new generation of athletes He said, it doesn't matter if you clapped because they beat they beat y'all I mean, it's true bro, though. You can't say if that, he
1: nah, it that is. If he believes that the Browns are gonna get clapped What do you think he was thinking? They're still gonna play the Chiefs next
2: That's what I'm saying, Like. <laughs> And then he was bro. He was watching. He was watching film on TikTok, which is mad weird. <laughs> but who knows? All right, next game. Uh, we can go Los Angeles, Seattle. Um, a game that really was interesting because the fact that the Rams starter got hurt uh, on that hit from Jamal Adams, and then they brought in Jared Goff, and it seemed like their offense kind of picked up speed from there. Um, and it feels like, especially like the way that they were phrasing it, at least the commentators were saying that maybe McVeigh wanted, thought it was a good thing because he, he wanted him to start. Um, what's his name? Wofford?
1: Warford?
0: Yeah, Wofford.
2: Yeah. I think they were saying that they really liked the way he looked in week seventeen and like and they gave him more options as an offense. And then I guess they, they uh Jerry Goff heard all that and then went out and had a really solid game. Um and on the other hand of the on the other side of the ball, uh could not the Seahawks could not get anything going against that Rams defense, who's been a, a great defense all year, a lot of a lot of sacks, a lot of pressure. Shut out. Yeah,
1: I think so, I think they got to Russell Wilson five times that game. Too, so. Yeah,
2: and he was never and he was never able to sit in the pocket and make throws. Um, so what did what did you see in that game from Jared Goff that, and this uh, LA defense, but also from Russell Wilson and the Seahawks? And what do you think the future is there in Seattle?
1: Oh, uh, um, right, I was gonna say like the game was pretty. Cl- it? it was a close game in the beginning of the fourth. And I think that's when Aaron Donald went out. And the fact that the Rams were still getting pressure to Russell Wilson at that point, like, they definitely got to address their online issues that they've been having. Like, I understand Russell Wilson's bad magic, man. But, like, you you can't expect them to to get through it all. Like, they they got to address something with that online, man. And DK, got to work on them hands, man. Can't be hard to drop or shit, man.
0: Now, yeah, that was rough, but I hit y'all earlier in the day, and I gave my predictions for that game, and I I didn't have confidence in the Seahawks going in just because of how like bad their defense had been. To begin I think we both with. had
1: the Rams, right? Yeah, we yeah, both we both picked the
0: Rams, the Rams. Uh, and Mike had the Seahawks, so he was wrong. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, yeah, I, I Russell Wilson is great, and that that offense is good with Lockett and Metcalf. But um, I just felt like the Rams, Sean McVay dialing up plays. And the comp, the kind of confidence they had in Walford, I was just like, well, I don't think they lose this game, especially with that defense.
2: Yeah, and like I, I did pick Seattle because I think, like, all year and like in like even against like in like when I helped my dad like with the spreads and stuff and all that, like I've always picked Seattle, and every time I picked Seattle, they ended up failing me. So I figured, and I was like, all right, well, they're going to the playoffs. It's Russ going to step up, and it just didn't happen. Like he. He didn't even have a chance. Like we saw DK throwing his like helmet and getting mad and stuff. But like at the end of the day, like there was nothing Russ could do. Cause he didn't even have time, especially with a corner like Jalen Ramsey in the area to, to make those reads. And I remember one play when I forgot who the safety was, uh, blew up DK on like a, a route and he got like crushed. And I've never seen DK like get like hit like that in the NFL games. It was just, it just looked like everything that Seattle tried to do. LA was one step ahead. Um, so, as you know, it's going to be interesting to see, like Obi said, like what they do with their O-line and how they build going forward. Um, but what about Jerry Goff? What did you guys think about Goff?
0: Stopped up. Now he came in and did his job. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Um, he didn't have the best season, but he wasn't one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Like uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, I think, went out. But that was, like, towards the end. But, like um, – but, yeah, that offense has, like, been catering to him. He's been making that offense go. Uh, they were just moving on to a new guy because uh, – wasn't his finger hurt? He uh, broke finger, Yeah, Jericho broke his yeah. finger. But, but, no, he came in and did what he had to do. He managed the game well enough for them to win.
1: I, I just want to say before we move on, I went perfect on my picks.
2: For all the, the entire wild card,
1: the whole wild it? card, I went perfect.
2: Impressive. That that is impressive. I will not lie because Seattle did not get, do many favors. Um, I guess, all you know, season, season I on, never, watch. never,
0: never did me any favors.
2: Uh, uh, Zoom just gave me a nice gift, so we're, we're chilling.
0: I'm saying. Um,
2: <laughs> sure, Transitioning to the last game in the NFC, we had Tampa Bay and the and the Washington football team. Um, yeah, you almost caught me there. Um, but that that was an interesting game, a game that people thought was going to be a blowout <laughs> was going to be a blowout. Um, and like you said, Hanky stepped up. Um, it was, a, it made it for an interesting game. They even had a chance to, to go down and tie the game late in the fourth quarter. Um, what, what did you think about that game? And do you think it's concerning for Tampa Bay that Washington was even in that football game down the stretch?
0: You want to go with me? Uh, I don't
1: know. I don't think it was that. I don't think it was that concerning. You got to remember, um, think Levante David even played that game, right? I'm pretty sure he was hurt. Yeah. He's, he's expected back. I don't think it was crazy concerning. Like, you have Brady. You're expected to win that game. Uh, take, take control of the ball. Take care of it. But uh, I, if I'm the rest of the NFC, I'm concerned because Brady and Antonio Brown, they're on the, they're on the same wave, wavelength again. So like that, that's the most concerning thing I would have noticed coming out of that game.
0: Uh, now they're definitely clicking, and uh, like Chase Young said, Heineke, Heineke <laughs> was bowling out. He was bowling ball- out, and, um, which only hurt me more because had the Eagles – we didn't get to talk about this the week before. Oh, yeah. Had the Eagles not sat Jalen Hurts, and the New York football giants had gotten into this game. There's something in me that tells me – that Daniel Jones could have better done a better job than Heineke, bro. A better he, job? What? How did you do wrong? He didn't do anything wrong. I just think Daniel Jones is better. <laughs> Daniel Jones has been playing all season. Heineke was trying to graduate this year, bro. This <laughs> semester. <laughs> So what I'm saying is, the, Giants, do that, the Giants defense. I'm saying, man, 1159. Just what he what he end up doing? Just dropping his classes. There's no way he's also except being for a cornerback.
1: Extension. For, for extensions. You got you got proof that he's doing shit. That's wild.
2: Just turn on turn on turn on channel four at this time, and I promise you, I'll be on
1: there. Give him an incomplete <laughs> sitting down right there. Uh.
2: No, that was a definitely interesting game. And, I mean, who knows what his future is now in the NFL. Probably did earn himself some kind of look next season. Um,
0: but they don't have anybody. Washington no, they, doesn't have yeah. anybody right now.
2: Yeah, so I, it'll be interesting what they do. I mean, I don't think you can go into training camp with him as your starter or anything, <laughs> and I feel like that's a, a bit premature, if anything. But, I mean, the, the on the defensive side of the ball, and with Terry McLaurin and uh, Gibson, I think their future is definitely bright. I really think they are, like, a quarterback away from being a really good team in the NFL. Probably going
1: to end up drafting
2: them as quarterback. Mac Jones, Yeah, it's possible. I mean, they really just need – that is a real flaw in their entire team. So, if they they made the playoffs, obviously it was a bad division, but with no stability at that position all year. So,
1: bro, they really – that's crazy to think about. I never really thought about it like that. Like, it's really just a quarterback away. Like, they got the D-line. They
0: got the receiving core. They got the coach and riverboat. Yeah.
1: So,
2: I mean, that would be a big offseason for them. Um, so, two blast last games, both in the AFC. We had the game that everyone was tuned in and talking about, Cleveland Browns, finally winning a playoff game, defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thanking
1: them boys.
2: 28 <laughs> nothing in the first quarter. Um, got up to a rough start with that snap going they, right right into the end. <laughs> you saw the video of, like, they were down by, like, 20. And he, would, and and he Juju, started dancing. Nah. Yes, bro. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't know. And going into a going into a, a free agency offseason, I don't know if, if if Juju went into into it on the best terms. Wait, um, Juju's, Juju's a clan. free agent? Yeah. So I don't know what he would do in all this nonsense for because I Juju's
1: mean he's gonna clan. get signed back. So back. So, I mean
2: he he might have cost himself a, a few dollars somewhere. Um <laughs> but what did you think about Cleveland? Do you think that they will be any threat in the AFC the rest of the way? And what do you think about – obviously, I mean, there's a lot to say about Big Ben because it it might be time for – even if he's not done playing football, it might be time for the Steelers to be done with him playing football for their team.
1: I don't know about that one. But um, they did a great job, man. Like, they they, they took advantage of their opportunities. Like, there's nothing more we've been asking for Baker to do. Like, Know all these commercials, but we were always acting for the production and he produced <laughs> to produce that game. But as, as, as for Big Ben, though, Big Ben is always best when he got to go get that lead and he's calling his own plays and he's playing that backyard football, bro. There's nothing more, bro. I don't watch Big Ben a lot, but I feel like when I do, I always see him catching up and playing that way, bro. He played the same way against Jacksonville, bro. That was one of the best performances ever. Bro, I think he had five touchdowns that game, yeah, too. Yeah, I remember that. Bro, that shit was ridiculous. But, well, like, maybe, maybe it's time to go, like, start grooming that back uh, – Uh, grooming that your next future quarterback. I don't think it's time to get rid of Big Brown if he wants to keep playing again.
0: No, I, I agree with you Um, because he did end that game with 500 yards passing. But, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it was just costly mistakes, and I think it was just – those, uh, Cleveland capitalizing on those mistakes. I think they scored off of every turnover. Like, just just being efficient with the football, um, and putting up points constantly, um, that really got them to win. They, I mean, they didn't almost come back because some of them was like garbage point. But, um, but I think the Steelers, had they not made those mistakes, I think they would have beat them, but barely beat them. So I think we'd be talking about them in the same vein as like a Tampa Bay who they didn't face such a great team. But, um, yeah, they didn't face such a great team, but uh, but they put up a fight.
2: Yeah, because, like, Saints. yeah, you saw once they got settled Saints in, too. like, they really – once once the Steelers mm-hmm. got settled in, like, the rest of the game was fairly competitive. I mean, obviously, that means – because Cleveland probably took their foot off the gas a little bit in terms of, like, sh- shorting up their playbook just to mm-hmm. take care of the football. But, I mean, I think the way that Cleveland's offense – obviously, the defense was huge and creating turnovers, but the way that their offense dictated that game was really impressive. Like, i didn't think i didn't expect nick chubb and cream hunt to have that much success on the ground and then from there you know that that's getting baker mayfield on the play action and bootlegs is where he's most comfortable like that throw to jarvis was an amazing throw just carving up that defense um and i didn't think they would be able to do that but i guess that shows what happens when you have a, a pretty decent offensive line because if not tj watt and, and the rest of that defense would have ran wild so i it was really impressive from cleveland and then uh, they can't get complacent because I mean Kareem Hunt is talking about revenge games already. As and people was not happy with him on the internet because they were like,
1: "Whoa, are you for real?"
2: <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like, "Next week is personal," and I was like, "Bro, it's not personal. You you abused a woman.
1: It's, it, it was on you." This punter is out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, what is wrong with him? Yeah,
2: so, so people were talking about bro, Kansas City, Kansas City fans and. Uh, and uh, Cleveland fans were both mad at him in the applause. so that's going to be <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how that game. Thanks goes. a lot, Kareem. <laughs> um, and then the last game uh, that happened was actually another competitive game, a very interesting game to kick off Walker weekend. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, against Philip Rivers. Um, what made this game interesting was the fact that. Really, aside from a few questionable calls, maybe, uh, by the head coach uh, of Indy, I mean, they really executed their gameplay to perfection. Like, their goal was to keep the ball away from Josh Allen for as much as time. They dominated time of possession. Like, they did what they were supposed to do. And they had a chance late in that game. I mean, they kind of messed up the, the two-minute drill. They had a chance to get in the field goal range to tie that game, ended up having to settle for a Hail Mary. Right. But, I mean, we, we, like, we were talking about it in the group chat as it happened. They left points on the board at the end of the first half. Uh, which turned into points for Buffalo on the other end, and that really swung the game. So, it what did you guys trash? What you guys Frank, think? Frank about
0: Reich is their head coach, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So, what do
1: you think the, their future? The Who? Michael Pittman, bro. That should have been
0: a – Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Philip Rivers put it right there. I think in the future, I don't know what they think of uh, Jacoby Brissett. They do throw him in only to run the football from the quarterback position, though, which is ridiculous. But, um, and I, I mean, Philip Rivers hasn't made a final decision on whether or not he's playing next season. Uh, he's been leaning towards retiring. Um, but I think he put a lot into that game. And uh, if you saw, like, the post-game interviews, like – He really, like, he was really emotional, and it seemed like he had built a real bond with his team. And, um, you know, they really thought they could take down uh, the Bills who had came into this game flaming hot off of this um, amazing season they had, Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen taking over the league. Uh, so hopefully he stays one more year because I liked him on his team. I think uh, Jonathan Taylor, um, his sophomore year, is going to be stupid. I think he's one of the better running backs in the league, um, but just didn't get a lot of time to prove it. Um, him and Naeem Hines in that backfield, I think that's a good backfield. I think they have a solid offense, and their defense was one of the top in the league this year. So I think they're set up well, um, but they could lose a quarterback and then be a quarterback away from being a great team.
2: And I mean there was talks about the once the to um to like reunite with Wright and see how that goes but I don't know if that's possible. But yeah, I agree.
1: And I feel like they got they got another big hole to fill. I can't remember his name right now. Just retired, bro. He's one of the top guards in the league. Um Andrew something. Man. A standstill? Yeah. I feel something
0: like something like that. Yeah,
1: something like
0: that.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's another hole they got. <laughs> Over there, but I mean, they're 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 still in pretty good shape. Like you said, like they got to figure out what's going on with uh Philip Rivers filling that guard spot. Man, they're in good shape.
2: Yeah, I mean, another playmaker wouldn't hurt on the outside. I mean, they have a lot of good running backs. Um, Wasn't Marlon Mack out for the year too? So they'll probably be getting him back. Yeah. So they have a lot of weapons in the backfield. Jack Doyle is a, sil- a solid tight end. I mean, Mo Ali Cox too.
0: So they just really do need that. T.Y. started becoming himself from yeah, the end of s- the season as well. So if you in the a- beginning of the season, he wasn't uh, really producing that much. But towards the end of the season, they started using him more. And, and Zach like, Pascal.
2: Yeah. And, like, the secondary receivers, they have are solid. So just adding another guy in there can mm-hmm. be very interesting. Um, a Juju Smith shooting. <laughs> we, we haven't even talked about Buffalo yet. What did you guys think about Josh Allen's, Josh Allen's performance? And this this is a scary team that I don't think – anybody will be excited to see. What did you think about that from a
1: Buffalo perspective? Bro, they was on um, – what were they saying about Josh Allen, bro? Like his like – they, they were saying, like, he had a certain arrogance to him. Like – and I loved it, bro. Like, that was – that was a ridiculous game by Josh Allen. Like, he literally he, – he got everything that he wanted that game. Like, he really showed that – he really put in that – the time of the offseason – and they were saying that he was perfecting his um, what do you call it, his throwing mechanics and everything. Like, it was show, like those, those little – it's crazy that those little differences, those little changes, like, really make a difference in your game. And it's really elevating him to becoming, like, one of those top guys, those um, constant MVP conversation guys. And I'm excited to see the future in Buffalo with him. Like, that's – it's crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, on the earlier episodes of the Shoeless Joe's podcast, um, me and Mike would talk Daniel Jones and and Sam Darnold, but I think we also had a Sam Darnold-Josh Allen um, conversation, um, either inside or outside of the podcast, where Mike would only bring up how Josh Allen couldn't throw to receivers. His accuracy was terrible, and then came off the season, and if it weren't for Aaron Rodgers, he might have won MVP.
2: Yeah, I mean, bro, like, last year, he he had the highest, like, high pass percentage, low pass percentage, overthrow percentage, like, every missed throw category, he was leading it. And, like, coming out of, like, coming out of that draft, like, that was a draft with, like, Baker, Lamar, Rosen, Darnold. Like, there were so many good prospects. And I, I remember looking at it and seeing, like, wow, like, this kid can do every single thing, like, in terms of, like, talent and physique. But can you hone it in and, and like, get him to fix his mechanics, to not overthrow, to make the right reads. And the fact that he's doing that in, like, year three, it's scary. Because when you have a quarterback who can throw the ball 70 yards on the fly but also run over your linebacker or jump over him, like, what do you really – that's a terrible read option. Like, they like they know that's in the bag and they still can't stop it because a linebacker, I to might, um, a linebacker might not tackle him on the first hit. Like, it, he rolling out, throwing across his body, like, on the – rolling out the other side on the every throw. And when you have Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley just finding spots in that in zones, and
1: it's oh, – all and Cole Beasley came – Bro, who else – They signed somebody because Cole Beasley got hurt, and they're a stud, too. Kenny, Stills? Think, Kenny, Kenny Stills? Kenny Stills, yeah, bro. We didn't see much of Kenny Stills. I don't know if he played him. Yeah, I don't, I don't think yeah. we saw much of him, but if they find a way to get him involved, oh, my goodness, bro. And the thing is, like, even Gabriel
2: Davis was, like, putting on a show with these toe taps and – Oh yeah and John Brown I'm not sure John Brown is healthy right now but they have so many and then they just run the ball they can run the ball like Whenever because was- you have to be honest like it, that's what I'm saying like like you said like if they if you're going shotgun and he fakes that you have to sit for a second to make sure he's actually giving the ball to that running back and that is uh, that yeah. running back a, a a few yards head start it's and then their defense with with Trey um and all of them like they just ball out so Jordan
0: Poyer they have a great secondary like what Well, two things: Josh Allen jumping over Anthony Barr is the greatest play I've ever seen from a white athlete <laughs> in my entire life. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen anything like that coming from a white athlete. Second, um, Zach Moss is down, so that could hurt he, he's out for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. so that could really hurt them. Uh, but they just picked up, I think, Devonta Freeman. Yeah, Yeah, they signed Devontae Freeman, so I guess he has to go through COVID protocols until he gets back, Uh, but hopefully he can help that team. But the Bills are going to be dangerous for the next couple of years. They have all these guys locked up, and And, they enjoy being on the team, as cold as it is in Buffalo. (laughs) And even,
2: like, even they lose Zach Moss, like Singletary and him. Oh, my goodness.
1: That's crazy. We mentioned all those receivers and didn't say the whole day.
0: What can you say, right And that's a, a given. And that's a
2: great transition to get into our previews for next week because they're playing against Baltimore. And personally, I just think like you see how the way they loaded the box against against um, Tannehill and Henry, they can't do that at all against uh, against the Bills. We'll, I mean, they'll get killed because the Bills can run the ball with Devin Singletary still, um, with Josh Allen as a runner, but you're going to have to respect all of those receivers. Even Dawson Knox is a really solid tight end. Like they have so many weapons and they're, like you said, they're going to keep them honest. And, I, and I think like the the passing game of the Ravens is really going to have a lot of trouble. Um, ho- uh, Hollywood Brown uh, with what Trey White. Game? That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So Hollywood Brown. And then, I mean, they're going to be throwing, they're going to be throwing like Poyer or Micah Hyde at, um, at Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews,
1: yeah. yeah. I'm almost positive they're the 31st-ranked passing game in the NFL. So yeah. you know, it's 32. Is it us? It's the New York football Jets. God, <laughs> God damn it. I didn't,
2: even want to, I didn't even want to talk about the Jets in this podcast. This is a playoff podcast.
0: And that's the last we'll hear about them. Yeah,
2: that's the last one. <laughs> fine with me. Fine with me. Um, but, I mean, if there is a team – to, to play, load the box, and then stick one-on-ones on the outside. I guess with having Trey White, you're the team that can do it. So what do you think? Because I know we're going a little long on the NFL predictions here, but where do you guys think that – who wins that game?
1: I got Buffalo.
0: Yeah, I would also have to take the Bills. I also take Buffalo.
2: Just oh, over perfect. Back to back weeks. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say whatever Obi says because group didn't work last time, so I'm just gonna rock with it. The Seahawks. <laughs> the next game is not the Seahawks, but the Rams, uh, facing the Packers at Lambeau Field, the frozen tundra. That and I o- don't.
1: Batman.
2: <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not betting against him until uh, he plays that boy Patrick. So, I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers. Um, Devontae's too much. Um, even for Jalen Ramsey, he might be. That's gonna be a great matchup to see. Though. Too much for
0: everyone. He's number one. But
1: Ooh, that's Aaron, gonna be a crazy matchup. Aaron,
2: oh my goodness, Aaron Jones in that O line going at Aaron Donald. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. And that's that Packers defense has, has recently. The the knock has always been that the defense is a joke. So Rogers has to go score all these points. It's not like that anymore. That front Smith seven, brothers. That front seven, and then you have Jair, um, guy Alexander, and. Uh, it's it's gonna be uh, who's their safety?
1: That oh, not even Dyer. They they got um, King too. Yeah, Esmond King is nice. So yeah,
2: I don't. I I mean, obviously you can't you can't sleep on that defense. But I don't. I don't see them giving them enough problems. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers.
0: I'm taking the Packers as well.
2: So that takes us to Arrowhead Stadium.
1: Make uh, maybe. Maybe. Let's, let's
0: Let's let's go quick with this one, man. Yeah, Kansas Claps, City Chiefs. Clap. Kansas City clap. clap. A Kansas City clap. I would, love,
2: I would love to see a great game, but I'm not I, – I no one in their right mind will go onto a podcast in front of people and, and bet against, <laughs> against the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: 460 yards from Patrick Mahomes, four touchdowns.
2: <laughs> I'm not betting against them, so <laughs> Kansas City.
0: This um, is going to be the – yeah, I'm also taking the Chiefs. Hmm. This next game is going to be the closest game I think we see. Um in all these divisional round games, oh, I um, agree. Yeah, because the Saints look slow, and the Buccaneers did look kind of slow. But like Obi said, Tom Brady and AB uh, seem to be on point. And um, I guess it comes down to a battle of the defenses.
1: I don't know.
2: I'm taking uh, if ah wow, this is a tough one. I don't. I trust Brady more than I trust Breeze right now. Um, I trust their weapons more than I trust the Saints' weapons. I trust Todd Bowles' defense more than I trust the Saints' defense. Um, I don't know. The, the Saints are three-point favorites. But, I mean, uh, an empty Superdome does not have the same effect. So, Tom Brady indoors is going to be a real interesting sight. Um, and then they have all those running backs to throw out, throw out at you. Like, even if, if worse goes to worse and Ronald Jones Fournette, and I forgot who else is having a bad game, they'll say, yo, Shady, get in here and see what you got. Um, they have weapons for days, and um, it's going to be – I mean, the, the Saints are a three-point favorite, but I would have to bet against that, and I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Yeah, hey, you want Buccaneers too? No, win. I'm
0: going to go – I was waiting for you, but I'll, I'm going to take the Saints in this game. I think Drew Brees has a lot on this game Uh-oh. going into the future, so <laughs> I'm going to have to go New Orleans. No groupthink. think. It's close for
1: me. <laughs> Ty. Because, <laughs>
0: it's, it's close. For to me, it.
1: <laughs> it's close for me because i I do like um the stats do show that when Brady is hurried and he doesn't have time in the pocket, uh, I believe his quarterback uh comparison, bro, I forgot who it was somebody crazy. But it wasn't good. <laughs> it, wasn't, it was like bottom tier of the league. But Daniel Jones? Oh, <laughs> Anyway, I ain't say it. I ain't say it. he took a shot, but I didn't say it.
0: But um, I feel like <laughs> my trust in Colt McCoy. <laughs>
1: you can't let Brady see that team for the third time this year, and for him not to come out with a dub at least once. And I can't bet on that, man. I I gotta go Brady, especially after that that beat down. Beat down was crazy, bro. <laughs> on Sunday
2: Night Football, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm betting against Brady on that one. And the way uh, that Brady is with film and stuff, like he definitely knows everything that they're gonna throw at him. Oh my so god, you, you
1: you think he's a demon in film in the regular season, bro? Yeah. um Everybody's watching that shit, bro. And he got a lot to prove, so it's gonna it's gonna be interesting.
2: Um, but that wraps up our NFL previews. We'll see and go back next next week, and we'll come and see back how many of these picks we actually got right. Um,
0: Mike gets all of them wrong. I say.
1: Uh, Whoa, whatever. don't say that Because he kind of went the same route as me Oh, <laughs> good,
0: good oh my fault not. Mike and Obi get them wrong
2: <laughs> good thing We're not keeping score or anything like that um, But yeah, that wraps up Our NFL segment And now we're going to transition to the NBA So last time we talked to you guys, the season was just underway It was like three games in I mean, we, me and Isaiah were excited About the Knicks beating Obi's Bucks, And now that feels like years ago So um, we're, we're going to go through division by division and give you our biggest surprises and our biggest disappointments. Um, these disappointments could and surprises could be from a, a player, a coach, a, a team's record, uh, anything. Um, so it's, it's going to be a very interesting segment. So we're going to start in the Atlantic, and we're gonna, each going to give you our um, surprises and disappointments. Uh, Obi, would you like to kick it off for us?
1: Yeah, so in the Atlantic Division – I'm giving you both, right? Yeah. In the Atlantic Division, uh, I got my surprise – well, it's not a surprise to you guys because I told you how impressed I am with this uh, individual. But my surprise is Julius Randle. My boy is averaging more points, rebounds, and assists than LeBron James at the moment. And the Knicks are competitive. I, uh, my basketball uh, comparison, Julius Randle, doesn't uh, seem <laughs> do too bad anymore. So, And then my disappointment is that the Toronto Raptors suck. They're garbage <laughs> oh my god back-to-back games you have a chance to win the game and what do you do you give it the spinny peak <laughs> the, <laughs> bro people are just bro, remember the fidget spinners bro the people are bro, posting that in the comments Bro, they was posting the spin doggo shit bro <laughs> oh my goodness bro, bro. two how games you,
0: in a row bro how
1: do you pay fred van vliet all that money for him not to take that last shot that's absolutely crazy. Bro.
0: I tell you, who would let him take the next, the last <laughs> shot? Mike, turn that camera up. <laughs> Show him the flag. Nah. Um. Yeah, I think I don't know if Mike's is the same, but my disappointment is the same. Uh, just the Raptors just being like the Raptors are just bad. Like they they can't finish games. They they haven't always had that star, but like they they just seemed to like. Five games in, they were talking about, we need this game for our confidence, like, down bad. <laughs> it was scary. It was scary I mean, to see these guys have win, right? somber two. tones. Two. They have two wins. And they beat the
2: Knicks when the Knicks shot <laughs> yeah, and they a historically bad three for 36, and we're down by two in the fourth quarter. So if they made uh, 20% of their threes, they won that game by 15. Um, and who, who's your surprise there?
0: Um, my surprise is not really a surprise to everyone else, but it is a surprise to me um the Nets being as good as they are um I've been watching a lot of Nets games just because they're compared to the Knicks it's my surprise bro I told you I thought the Nets were gonna be bad I thought Steven Ash did not know how to coach I thought Amari Stoudemire didn't know all right bro you gonna make fun of me they're good you're gonna make fun of me the Nets see, aren't I, terrible. I gotta
1: make fun of you you see
0: because of him right there you don't think they're good they're they're not great they're they're fine right
1: now they're good. Like,
0: they're, they're okay, good. but I've I've seen enough of them playing to know that Kyrie and Kyrie on the floor together. Oh, Kyrie and
1: Kyrie,
2: who's that?
0: I said that. <laughs> you did. I don't know. Oh my goodness. I don't know how you
2: did that so fluidly, though. You, I'm alive. You, you moved them up perfectly.
0: I must be dyslexic or something. But <laughs> Kyrie and <laughs> Kevin <Velical>. Durant. <laughs> um, Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Nah, they're. They're scary and they're actually pretty good. uh Kyrie has <laughs> the floor good. right now, <laughs> Kyrie. But they, they—they really are. Um, they really seem like they—they they will be dominant in the East.
2: Yeah. So my disappointment. Um, I, I was gonna go out of my way if the Nets lost today to to say it was them because it would be five and seven just to get Obi mad. But uh, they won, so I'll, I'll give them the night off. Um, especially because they're gonna go into bully my New York Knicks tomorrow. Um. The Toronto Raptors, of course, obviously don't have to say much about it. Um, two and eight going from where they were last year. The team, I mean, they, they're missing a few pieces, like they lost to Baca, but not enough for them to be this bad. Um, so there's that. And then, yeah, I think my biggest surprise, um, I mean, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with Obi here, with like Julius Randle um, and the Knicks being competitive, I mean, I don't think there's that many surprises in this division so far. Um, it's Surprising like a bad way it, it, it is like, Toronto being bad, but I think the Knicks being five and six after having the toughest schedule to start the season is very impressive. Um, they're a little bit of a losing streak right now, but, I mean, they have, they have to find ways to score with the, everyone, with so many people being hurt. So, Julius Randle playing at this level and them having a top ten defense in the NBA to this point, uh, I mean, that's a win for me.
1: And you got you to gotta give the Knicks their credit. You guys want to lose streak, but it's not like they're blowouts. Like, you guys are being competitive.
0: So.
2: I mean, the Denver game was pretty bad, and last night was <laughs> – awful. Last night was – I mean, I, Hayward went stupid in the first half, and they don't – they just can't they, – like, they're playing top ten defense, but they also have, like, a bottom five offense because they just don't have the scoring. So, if they had a – if they could get consistent scoring, they'd be winning a lot more games. But I, I, if you told me five and six three weeks ago, I would sign up for that. So
0: I think if we're talking NBA, we should also mention kind of um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown um, yeah. being as good as they are as a tandem. Um, and as dominant without Kimball Walker on the floor. Um, I think that team is scary, even though uh, a lot of them are catching the virus um, and the games are getting postponed. God forbid the NBA gets uh, canceled or anything. Knock on wood, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, that's like we saw some of that um, in the NFL when um, <laughs> when, uh, when the Denver Broncos didn't have a quarterback to play. So they started a wide receiver from the practice squad. Um, So, hopefully, we don't have to see that kind of stuff for the NBA. And the games just get pushed back way too far.
1: Since you put up that last surprise, I think we should uh, talk about – KD average and throw you off of a kilts
0: of you know? no, I think we should move on to the next division. This and that a, division would be the central division. <laughs> this is an anti-Nets podcast. Uh,
1: uh, so, I'm, I'm not a part of that anti-Nets equation.
0: So that's fine. We just will block you from talking about Nets. <laughs> we just won't let you. All right, that's you that's will that. be censored. You will be censored.
1: <laughs> the platform. Is not um, <laughs> it's not a democracy.
2: This is Twitter. This is um, a socialist <laughs> All right, Ovi. Central Division <laughs> surprises, I disappointments.
1: Well, it's not a surprise to me because I've been uh, I've been talking about them boys, but uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the emergence of Sexton. Sexton,
2: <laughs> oh. going with the nickname.
1: Yes, man. man. I, 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 I've been trying to tell you, Mike. Colin Sexton is that dude. Yes. Don't squint. Don't squint. Yes. Wait, you- didn't
2: I say that Colin Sexton was better than Buddy Hield, and you laughed at me? Oh, you did. Yes, that was the tweet, and I said that he was a, a glorified spot up shooter, and then I said Sexton was better than him.
1: No, oh, wasn't there something that you said glorified six man?
2: No, I said Buddy Hill was a glorified spot up shooter. I said, and they, they, he was in the same graphic, and I picked Sexton it was, over it was, Buddy Hill.
1: There was something else with glorified six man. I I don't remember what I'm. Well, was, I said
2: I said that uh, I said Sexton was better than Buddy Hill. I didn't. I wasn't that fond of Sexton, but he that's that was my take.
0: If you if you need a scapegoat, I was in the opposite camp. I thought Buddy Hill was better than Colin Zaxton, but I just really like Buddy Hill coming out of college.
1: Well, well, we'll figure that out later. But uh, <laughs> receipts, the receipts uh, are right here. the receipts. <laughs> but uh, and then and Darius Garland, even though uh, he's kind of been like he's been hurt, he's just playing through injuries and everything. But he started off the season really well uh the three balls up there and he's and he's finally like learning how to attack the basket, drawing fouls. You know, it was gonna come with uh the experience and everything, but Cleveland's competitive. Like it's 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 a nice sight to see. You got Isaac Okoro over there balling as well. JaVale McGee uh is doing whatever he feels like and getting buckets. <laughs> the goofball Ball that he is. I'm saying the athletic long ass goofball that he is. <laughs> And then um, my disappointment, I would to tell you, Mike. Killian Hayes. uh, My disappointment, too. What do you mean? (laughs) Sorry to tell me. I agree. I tried to tell him. I was watching the film, and that boy, he can't even handle a defense in uh, wherever the hell he was playing, France, (laughs) Germany, whatever. You're picking up your handle in Germany, and and you expect to be okay in the NBA? I tried to tell him, Mike, but.
2: In my in my defense of Killian Hayes, it's only been like seven games, so uh, I will defend him for three more years and then give up. So,
0: <laughs> well, he broke his hip. <laughs> yeah, so, broke. yeah, So it won't be good.
2: Yeah, I'll talk, so I'll, we'll get back to this
1: debate in 2024 uh, when he's almost four almost points, over. one rebound, three assists. He got, he got starter minutes. Let's not forget, boys. He got starter minutes,
0: thirty minutes. He's not. He's not doing all. Putting a lot. up I'm
1: that trying, bullshit.
2: Try, I'm trying to figure out where I can make fun of the Bucks in here. I don't know if it's possible, but
0: uh, oh, Isaiah, what, what are you? What are yours? Um, in the Central Division, my surprise is that Jeremy Grant is the best player on a team, uh, leaving the Denver Nuggets. I think right now um, he's doing all the scoring uh, for Detroit. He's averaging twenty-five, six, and two, um, which is really big for him. I guess. I, he he's definitely in the running for most improved um but I don't think he's really improved much I just think now he's on a team where he can shine I thought he was really good for Denver and I thought Denver giving him up would be really bad for them and who knows they're, they're still playing well um but yeah I thought I think Jeremy Grant is a really good a really good role player who you know can be Um, can cross over to that, like, all-star level at times when you need him to, but he can't fully stay there, um, I don't think. Not on a really good team. Uh, My disappointment is the Bulls are losing a lot of games. Um, I I keep looking at this, and now I'm thinking it's, like, a surprise. It's a surprise because the stat that I looked at before this, where I, like, was like, oh, my God, was that the Bulls were averaging, like, they're, they're six in the league for most points per game for a team. And I don't really think there's a lot on that team for them to be scoring. So I guess the disappointment is Zach Levine um, going wild um, and his like his scoring efforts being in vain and not, them not really winning a lot of close games.
2: Yeah, No. so my disappointment is Killian, um, just because I, I really did think he was going to be solid. But I guess that was too too quick to, to let him learn the NBA game. So uh,
0: I almost pulled a trigger on a
2: jersey. Go ahead. It wasn't an expensive jersey, so don't laugh at me that much. It was, DH it was a Gates, fake one. A sponsor, get Lincoln, oh, <laughs> the Lincoln. you all want to sponsor us, please. I ordered my Obi Toppin jersey six weeks ago. It's mm-hmm. still not here, so
0: no, 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 no,
2: no. it better get here soon. Uh, I don't know where that. I don't know where it is, but it says in transit, <laughs> and it said that way for uh, since. I know where it
0: started. I know where it started.
2: (laughs) I'm saying, and let's see where it ends up. Uh, (laughs) My biggest surprise is, I'm going to go with Zach Levine, Um, just because like, I he had had an amazing season last year, but the way he's taking it to another level this year, like even though they're losing games, scoring, like 40 points, and putting up ridiculous numbers, and kind of putting that team on his back, um, I mean, defensively, it was kind of going to be obvious that they were going to struggle because the only person who plays defense on that team is Patrick Williams. Um, so they're losing a lot of high-scoring games. But I mean, he, what he's done is nothing short of impressive. Um, and I mean, like, yeah, like you said it. Like they're four and seven. I believe, yeah, four and seven. I believe, and two of those or three of those have been really close games. So they can easily be a 500 basketball team. So their think, LA
0: trips, their LA trip, yeah. where they play the Clippers. Like Zach Levine went crazy, and both and of that's forty-five,
1: it. like I think it was forty a piece actually
2: and that's and that's a brutal two brutal games for a team of like the Chicago Bulls so I mean if you look at them and they have a real coach now um I mean I think like four four and seven with those losses to two legitimate contenders like I think you will take that if you're a Bulls fan shout out Farouk Um, our next division, Chicago is a C- native <laughs> 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 yeah, for
0: real. Native son of Chicago,
2: <laughs> fly underscore Farouk Um,
0: the greatest two K twenty player. <laughs> I'm
1: saying Irish <laughs> <on> everything. Irish. <laughs> <Cap> out Rook, <laughs> yeah, cash out Rook for
0: real. F, F. cut. <laughs> uh,
2: mainstay of the Twitter group chat. Anyway, Southeast Division biggest Obi disappointments
1: and surprises. All right, my biggest surprise in the south. East is that they're letting uh, the Charlotte Hornets are letting LaMelo Ball play his game and still finding him minutes off the bench and they're still staying competitive. Like uh I feel like I feel like if you're a LeVar ball, yeah, I get it, your son's not starting, but he's still getting almost like thirty minutes a game, putting up triple doubles, and you guys are finding a way to win games. Like that's that's pretty impressive. Like and it's not hindering the team at all. And I feel like uh my disappointment it would kind of, like, compare to you guys' disappointment with, like, Zach Levine, but the Wizards can't help Bradley Beal at all. Like, it's sad. Westbrook, you would think Westbrook would know by now, like, he should not be playing through injuries. He's at that point in his career where he needs to preserve himself. He was trying to do it, and it was hindering the team. Like, it was obvious that he was trying to do it, and then you got, um, and then Thomas Bryant just tore his ACL just what, two nights him. ago. Yeah, that's bad. Like, like, if you're the Wizards, like, what do you do now? Like, I feel like you guys are not in win mode situation. You're gonna nobody's taking Westbrook like all ever. Like he's he's stuck in Washington. And then like what do you do about Bradley Bill, man? Like you guys gotta hit the restart
2: Edwin, But I mean, I feel like their their best option is to just trade Bradley Bill, get assets and then let Russ do whatever <laughs> Russ can do in the East for two years by himself and just say like what hey, Denny. Yeah, there's no point of sitting on that kind of asset because and, and, it's only gonna deteriorate over time. So you might as well get, get something while you can in my opinion.
0: Um, yeah, I agree. My surprise and disappointment is the same um, as Obi, really. I just think the Hornets um, – LaMelo Ball um, not getting a lot of minutes. I just feel like they're working him into the lineup and they're just slowly giving him more and more minutes. So he's definitely going to be a big factor of that team because they do play him a majority of the game. Um, but I think that entire team, like how well Miles um, Bridges is benefiting from uh, having LaMelo on the floor. I think Gordon Hayward – Um, is really trying to go out there and prove why he got all that money to go to that team. Um, Of course, it's easy to score 44 on the Knicks, but uh, (laughs) like still to have that kind of reduction, um, I think Gordon Hayward's a really good player. Um, But yeah, Bradley Beal. Yeah. That's just a bad situation for him. I I mean, I guess he still wants to be there in Washington, but um, as you can see, the entire district of Columbia really isn't um, really isn't going great over there. (laughs) It's really, (laughs) it's really a garbage town over there. Um, And stuff is going bad over there. Uh, But we're not going to get too political.
1: again. Yeah, we're gonna. Herbal, man. man,
2: it, it well, yeah, definitely a interesting week for for Washington as a city as a whole, uh, <coughs> sports sports and otherwise. Um, interesting,
0: is a, <laughs> a,
2: a massive <laughs> understatement. Um, so yeah, I think my disappointment has to be the Wizards, but more specifically, like Russ. Um, just because like the numbers are there, but like the impact on winning that we expected in the East isn't as much, and like not even the fact that like he had a three and eight, but not even like five and five or or in that realm like that, that's just not great for them. Um, so I to see how he bounces back when he comes back from injury, to see if he'll be able to 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 pick up his play and really execute and be what they need, um, that's going to be really telling for, for him. And like, obviously, that has all the impacts on what happens next with Bradley Beal. Um, then on my biggest surprise, similarly, is the Hornets, but it's not just the Hornets just like, their success, but how they're doing it. Um, like you said, finding minutes for LaMelo Ball, but also making that three-point guard situation really work. Like, Devontae Graham hasn't been great, um, but
1: he's still I getting been figuring out lately, though. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's been figuring it out as of late, and, like, he's still getting his same minutes. Terry Rozier is putting up, like, 20 a game, and then they still find a way to – get to. Let, like it, it just works well because, like, Terry Rozier and Devontae Graham aren't, like, true point guards, so when they bring him in and they shift him to the two, they shift, like, Rozier or – or, um, Graham. Or, yeah, Graham to the two, like it just it lets LaMelo run the show, and then they have PJ Washington who's making threes and blocking shots, Milo Bridges jumping out the gym, like Hayward absolutely cooking to start this year, and then like the Martin Twins, but the Martin Twins, Bianbo's solid, like they they got an actual team down there, and they have like I don't think enough credit goes to James Borrego and what he's doing because making that work, um, knowing the spotlight that LaMelo is going to get, and to have him thriving in his role like I it's that that team is very fun to watch with their athleticism and playmaking shot making all of that so
0: especially without like the fanfare they're having there but to had to add on to that point like um I think I think it's probably the same with all the ball brothers because we've seen Lonzo be effective um without really scoring a basketball um and us continuing to have faith in him even though he doesn't put up that many numbers um offensively but um, LaMelo being like his first couple games, him not scoring, and people talking about him, like, you know, oh, maybe, maybe he wasn't the right choice or whatever. Like, f- him being able to affect the game in so many other ways and being a big guard, like, he can get a point when he needs to because he can back down a majority of the point guards. That's not the issue. But him being able to be so fluid in the offense and just blend with these guys immediately, like, not really a real training, training camp or anything like you would like you would think the mentality would be for him to score all the time but he just loves to play the game of basketball and he can really get anyone involved that he wants to miles Bridges is going to get a contract because of Lamello. off of Lamelo. like it's it, he's elevating the game of everyone around him
2: yeah because bridges has been doing this for a couple of years he just hasn't had the point guard to facilitate it so now that he does and like i think the the last thing on charlotte like the impressive thing is like the way that they've been high like kind of like not hiding but like, kind of hiding LaMelo ball and letting him kind of, like, free roam and how they make rotations so well. So like Oh, let- my God. He's less good at finding the ball yeah,
1: and those backside steals.
2: Like, anytime they – they always know when to switch or, like, send him on a double team and they make the rotations to allow him to just, like, ball hawk. And, like, it, it works because it, like, kind of covers up for, like, his lack of ability on the ball directly and just lets him do those other things. And it's been really impressive to see him fly around the court. Um Dude, so low. Shout out James Borrego, man. No, yeah, that's impressive. Um, So now we're going to the Western Conference, and we're going to start off out there in the Northwest.
1: So, all right. So my surprise in the Northwestern division, OKC is still competitive. I really couldn't tell you how the hell that shit is going on. but. Uh, <laughs> and my disappointment, I didn't really have a disappointment for this conference only because Cat has been out for, I think, three four games. I was going to say the Timberwolves. Because they're pretty good on paper, but they're 3-7 right now, but Cat has been out. So I'm going to pass, but I didn't realize how competitive that conference actually is. You got the Jazz, Trailblazers, Thunder, Nuggets, and the Timberwolves. That's, that's a pretty competitive conference right there.
0: Um. All right, so my surprise for that division is um. CJ McCollum has really been, like, going off for the Portland Trailblazers, and – Going into the season when we did our predictions, I was like, "Oh, like Dame is still going to be on Dame time," and and not that he isn't, but it's like, but he like now I mean, he, nah, he really he really like hasn't been really taking over games like I thought he would to win MVP. But CJ McCollum has been that guy, and he's doing it effortlessly. And it's almost as if he's showcasing his offensive ability. Did yeah. you say you're a disappointment? Yeah,
1: I said uh, I I said I couldn't really find one.
0: I really, I uh, yeah. um, my disappointment is. Um, I guess as we saw tonight, just the Denver Nuggets not being able to close out games is kind of weird to me uh, this season with Jokic and Jamal Murray being as clutches like they were to the, like they came down 3-1 um, the entire playoffs. So them like being able to do it in a clutch and be the underdog, um, I thought that was just a DNA that they really had, um, but maybe losing Jeremy Grant affects that or something. Um, but that's kind of disappointing to me that they can't – like when the games are close in like the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, they can't really pull out wins.
1: Uh, I want to go back to your uh, C.J. McCollum point real quick. Uh, ask Alciakam if you're watching, you want to learn how to make a jump shot off a spin move in the fourth quarter, go watch what C.J. McCollum did last night. That, that shit was so tough. Oh, my goodness. Cash. Go ahead, Mike.
2: but cj has always had the most unique dribble moves just to make up and like combos just to he's like a counter for everything it's because of like his height playing at the two it's ridiculous um so yeah my my disappointment i mean i think i'm gonna go with minnesota but like it's not really like a true disappointment just because it's so early like we got to see how like cat missing is a big part of the equation i mean obviously they're going to struggle playing western conference teams with only dilo um and then the rest of the guys um
0: Anthony
2: Edwards. Right. So uh, it's too early to tell, but there's not really anything else that stands out disappointment wise for me. And then, yeah, my biggest surprise has to be OKC um, because everyone thought that Chris Paul was the magic, like, elixir for them last year. And the fact, I guess, he's passed on a lot of that to to Shy, I guess, and Shy learned a lot. And he's just the way that, like, they're, they're a young team. Like, they play together. They play – they move the ball. Like, they, they do all the things. Like, Dort has actually become like a like – a, went from like a defensive stopper that was, we saw to like an actual NBA player. Like, obviously defensively, but scoring on the offensive end. I mean, Hami taking big steps up. I mean, Horford, yeah, I Horford, is, Horford is solid for them just when they need a bucket and He's everyone else is struggling.
1: Building.
2: Just knocking down jump shots and stuff. I mean, and Shy's on a different level right now. So Shai
1: got to be like a coach's dream, bro. Because, like – you can tell he literally takes everything that you'll tell him how to fix up his mistakes and he applies it to his game, bro. Like every little thing, like imagine having Chris Paul, bro. He clearly took advantage of Chris Paul as a teacher too, bro. Like that's, that's amazing to me. Like that's, that's great for him.
0: Yeah. Chris Paul and Schroeder too. Two veterans. Great, great vets. At the point guard position, doesn't get better than
2: that. So if you take that core and then you add in all these draft picks, like or make a move for a star with those picks, like you're Sam Presti is a magician.
0: And uh, what he could be?
2: <laughs> nah, he's he's actually not the God. stuff. He's not the stuff that he can do at seven feet tall. That's
0: and ridiculous. At
2: night, at the youngest player in the NBA is so scary. Like if you can run a seven footer and pick and roll, there is like two other seven footers in the NBA that can do that. And that's so scary. Like he had came straight from the the Greek second league and is playing in NBA minutes. Like this is he's gonna he's gonna be solid player.
0: No, he definitely looks malnourished though. So I hope <laughs> him for sure because he doesn't look healthy whatsoever. It's really bad. Like it's really bad.
1: It, it, it's not. Giannis was Giannis was malnourished.
0: But he's mm-hmm. And then he started eating. That's what I'm saying. he <laughs> get to uh, America. Started, started drinking them, them GMOs. The GMOs. Yeah. Y'all got to start feeding Poku,
2: man. Y'all got <laughs> to. GMOs. Helping Poku out. All right. Pacific.
1: A very loaded <laughs> division. Surprises, disappointments. All right. So my surprise. Well, Mike, we talked about this earlier. I wasn't really sure how this player's jump shot was going to. Translating the NBA, but my biggest problem I read. That boy is a problem already affecting winning in Sacramento. Uh hold on. I, I put his stats in the bottom of this real quick. Oh, so right now it's nothing, it's nothing crazy, but the percentages, bro, he's doing 52% from the field, shooting 50% from three. <laughs> bro, he's averaging 12 points and five assists a game and almost uh two steals and putting, out,
2: putting out tweets saying that the jumper wouldn't translate this guy is tr- and bro, co- quote tweeting the president and trolling him on twitter this guy is a, a quality quality nba player for Wait, me what? what
0: he's confident as bro, all get up
2: after like the everything that happened in the Capitol, he went on like twitter and was like quote tweeting like old Trump's tweets and was just saying like 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 shut up and like saying like you're a hypocrite and all this stuff it was funny
1: but yeah Tyrese Halliburton is, is doing his thing and that's my a surprise and then my disappointment oh my god my disappointment oh my god bro Paul <laughs> George still finds a way to get fucking embarrassed every night bro just shut up and <laughs> play bro I'm tired of it Bro, you know why I'm so upset about this? Because I will never forget two years ago, I tried to argue with you guys that Paul George might be better than Kawhi. But what does this man keep doing? He keeps proving us wrong. He's an idiot. <laughs> us. Bro. He's an oh, idiot. He's us. You. you. <laughs> <laughs> Me, bro. I oh, my goodness! stop talking. Oh, pull a Kyrie and stop talking to the media, bro. Because it always comes but, back. But show up, show up to the games though. do that. Talk. You don't. You don't know what's going on in his in his family life. So you I don't. don't you don't either. That. All right, but you should respect <laughs> that, though. I
2: guess he's on. I saw him on the Zoom call today for some kind of um. Yeah, it's all right. Volunteering yeah. thing.
1: Yeah. You didn't,
0: you didn't all know. right, all right, guys. That's enough. <laughs> I don't think Steve Nash knows what's going on in his life either. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: uh, you know, we're gonna get like a fourth person that is not annotated to even this shit out. This shit I don't
0: life. think he knows what's going on at all. I don't think Steven Ash knows a goddamn. Oh, and I I wanted to say,
1: bro, you lost a 50 points by a KP Less Mavs. And then Steph dropped 60 on your Mata, bro. Oh my goodness. Including what? the step back threes over both of them
2: to, oh. to win the game.
1: Oh, like he's just going outside, bro. Like, he needs to stop talking, bro. Just please stop. Okay, do me a favor, cause you're talented. You're definitely stepping up this year, this
2: guys. We've been waiting to say this all day,
1: <laughs> bro. Yes, bro, cause it's been <laughs> bothering me, bro. This guy clenched be... his. Bro, why are you always in the clips, bro? <laughs> <laughs> always in the clips, bro. i have the, stuff, bro. That is him. Game, oh my God, it's always it somebody. Is him,
0: bro. I mean, it's uh-huh. got to be somebody, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> at least he's, at least he's stepping up to this. <laughs> the poor guy. Alright, I'm gonna go with Every my Well <laughs> <I'm laughs> I'll tell you this. Me. If if there's two people who could guard the best player, is Kawhi or Paul George. Now, Kawhi is not letting any of that happen to him. So <laughs> it all... all falls on Paul George, is what I'm saying. It's okay to be the second best defender on your team. <laughs> Drop off is insane though. <laughs> <laughs> My, my surprise in the pacific is how quickly the suns are clicking together um i don't know if like i don't know if either of you were going to choose that so i, I um yeah so i i put a backup one i guess i shouldn't say it now but i think the warrior i think the warriors are playing really well too my fault dang i shouldn't have said it. Um, <laughs> no but the suns are clicking really well i think um that, Chris Paul's point guard play is just so infectious and so like a building to a team, um, to make and them play Crowder. together. Yeah, and Jay Crowder is big too. Breaking I think news: they, I think the Heat are missing them as well.
2: Breaking news: Kelly Oubre made a three. Continue, continue, Isaiah.
0: <laughs> Kelly Oubre has made threes already.
2: Uh, not this year. Years prior.
0: That wasn't the first. That wasn't the first. Nah, I know. Three I, know, I, know I know. I know. I know. They should do like All the right. Ben Simmons
2: thing when they when the alert when they make. It. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: That's an insult The red, the red alert thing too. Two of them, bro. Simmons, one on I each side. Do, 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 do. Red alert! Red alert! That Simmons is in
2: a now, I remember Obi. He made one. I told Obi, Obi was tight. He said, "Did you want a cookie?"
0: <laughs> they should do the amber alerts on your phone when you get that from Bleacher Report. Oh, nah. Dude, Just, uh,
1: uh. He did what? That's our. <laughs>
0: um. All right, my disappointment – it's hard to pick a disappointment from this team because, the, like, the teams are all loaded um, in this division and they're all the best teams. Um, like you said, even, like, Tyrese Halliburton, um, who's also, also a, uh, like, a beast on the defensive end too. Um, but I think um, Marvin Bagley not being the player we thought he was going to be yet this season, I think that's a disappointment for me because I, I don't really like Duke teams. But him coming out of Duke, I was like, "Wow, this kid like really is a monster. Like he could really do damage in the NBA." Um, I think he he came out the same year as uh, DeAndre Ayton, right? In yeah. Arizona, yeah, he yeah. went to. Yeah, so I thought he was going to be um, better than DeAndre Ayton. I don't, I don't think it's there's no time left, but I just haven't seen it from him yet. So, I from this division, that's the biggest disappointment I could take.
1: Oh, this player's got to start showing up on the court instead of rapping or something, man.
0: Amen. So, um,
1: my next disappointment got something to do with that too.
0: Saying next year it's going to be Anthony Edwards.
2: <laughs> no, too quiet for a number one pick if I do say so myself. Rapping. But, um, my biggest surprise is Golden State because if you tune into the last podcast, you heard us saying, What the hell is wrong with the Golden <laughs> State Warriors and why are they so bad at basketball? Um, and, no clay. and Obi was ready to talking about, Oh, this is why I didn't want them in my playoff predictions. Um, and now, now, uh, Steph said, you everyone get in my backpack. We're going to the playoffs. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> so.
1: No choice. I don't care if you don't want to hit a three tonight, in the backpack.
2: I'm saying, and Wiseman's playing well. Steph is just having fun, man. And Ooh. on his revenge tour, Wiseman's really good. So, I mean, Draymond's doing his thing, like, getting in that, like.
1: Bro, and I-, I love that Draymond's been, like, encouraging him to start putting the ball down on the floor, bro.
2: Just Cause he he has a lot of talent at that size, like that. It's very special. Um, and then like as I said, like this division does not have a lot of disappointments in my opinion. So I guess the disappointment would have to be like the the Wiggins like Ubre tandem in a way. Like not a big disappointment, but like
1: uh, I, I want you to chill off on Wiggins, bro. Wiggins. No, nah,
2: Wiggins has been flying, but like I mean, true. there's. <laughs> but combined with Kelly Oubre, yeah, if you add Uber to the mix, then he he puts Wiggins <laughs> in his backpack in this metaphor. So um, <laughs> uh, I guess like there's not that not like a, too many shots at Oubre just because like, but I don't think there's that many disappointments, and he hasn't helped them as much as people thought he would. So, but I mean, he, he's putting it together. With Draymond coming back, definitely helped that team. So um, I think yeah, I think they'll be fine and I think Steph is showing why he is the best point guard in the NBA right now. Um, and then our final division, the Southwest. Before we get out of here.
1: Southwest, my surprise is the San Antonio Spurs. Them boys is balling out. Uh it's a great Well, it's always gonna be Spurs basketball, team basketball. But uh Teldon Johnson for me, that was a big surprise. I wasn't really like high on him. I wasn't really sure what they were gonna expect from him. But 13 points, seven rebounds a game, and then Patty Mills off the bench is Falling. I think Patty Mills averaging 15 points, bro. A calm 15 points, just shooting the lights out. And then my biggest disappointment, another player that I probably should have waited before they started rapping. Yeah, yeah. I think you know who I'm talking about, man. Bonzo. Oh, you're
2: talking about him?
1: Yeah, that 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 goofball. That you goofball. gave up on him so quickly. I didn't. I, I didn't give up on him. But he's he has. Bro, he's disappointed right now because he can't make a layup yet. <laughs> like, bro, come on, bro. I can't keep watching him smoke leads, bro. Like, that's annoying, bro. Like, bro, it's gotten so bad to the point where in the offense, now he's the – like, he'll bring the ball up, hands it off, and he just sits in the corner now. He smoked that many leads to start the season, bro. Like, come on.
0: Back to that. No, yeah, that's bad. Um, I guess I'm going to keep it. And uh, this is, the, I guess, the bad part about you going first is because we think so alike all together that you're <laughs> going to take all um, the things I'm going to say. But, uh, yeah, Alonzo Ball has definitely been disappointing this year. He's had a couple of good games, but, like, he's not stringing them along enough for me to, you know, see his improvement. I mean, this guy, we can't clamor for this guy to win most improved every single year he plays. Like, you just got to improve, bro. You don't even need to win the award. Just get better. <laughs> don't win better than you were last year. Um, so that's bad. Um, I also had my surprise um, as the Spurs, but I guess I could change it to um, just Christian Wood being good at basketball for the Houston Rockets. <laughs> like him bowling out, like uh, we saw it like in a spurt again when like his last couple games for Detroit. Um, but he's definitely, he seems to be on a mission this year. Um, was on a mission to see the Lakers and Anthony Davis, but that didn't work out too great for him Uh, tonight.
1: I know Shorty calling you now, man. Don't, Don't answer, though. Don't answer, bro.
0: Bro, did you see the full story he put out, bro? He's yeah. never going to see this, so I don't care. But, bro, that's so <laughs> embarrassing to tell anyone the real yeah, story. I, I, I'm telling anybody. I, why would you tell him, bro. In my life bro? He said that night she broke up with me, bro, and just flew and left in the plane, bro. I was like, yo. Like,
1: bro, imagine we find out. You this want a Hallmark fake? movie, bro? Like, that uh, is terrible. you going to start looking at him like
0: man Or Kevin. man um, but not uh Lonnie I want to say Lonnie Walker and DeJounte Murray have really been bought, like taking big steps in a Greg Popovich offense. Like they are really big time players in this league. Murray
1: figuring out that dump job. Game
2: changing. Um so my disappointment um is Salonzo's part of it, but I guess the Pelicans as a whole. Um, just like their lack of like winning. I mean, they've found ways to <laughs> to squander like leads, like big leads in first halves, like and then, like, by the fourth quarter, all of a sudden, they're completely out of the game. And I don't know how they keep doing it. But especially with Brennan Ingram being as consistent as he is, um, I mean, you we thought that Van Gundy coming in with, like, seeing how like a whole, having a whole offseason to put in, like, with Zion and um, Lonzo and all that. And I mean, Redick hasn't been great. Like, they, their, their, their depth hasn't been great either. Um, so just, like, that overall thing in New Orleans. And, I mean, people, NBA executives are saying, like, they're one of the teams in the hunt for a superstar in like a blockbuster trade. So I mean, I guess that I guess that means Lonzo is probably going to be involved in that somehow.
0: Um right, probably do. You know, especially with Kyra Lewis they have too.
2: Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not ready to completely give up on Lonzo yet just cuz I think if he goes this off season and signs somewhere where like he can pick where he wants to go and find some place that maybe makes sense for him and his game, then maybe he'll have one more chance, but I'm not going too far past that next season. Um, <laughs> and my biggest, my biggest surprise, um, I mean, I, I think, I mean, I, I look at Memphis and the fact that they're four and six right now without John Morant and without Jaron Jackson, like that, that goes a lot to talks about a lot about their coach. Um, so I, I think that's very impressive. And to see, like, I think they're really building something great there because they draft so well. They have Desmond a coach. Bain? Yeah, Desmond Bain is ridiculous. I mean, they had Brendan Clark last year too, late in the first round, who's a stud himself.
0: So, like, if you if dang, you're were... not gonna talk about the son, the son of Oregon. You're not gonna talk Dylan about Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Brooks. Dylan Brooks would be lighting it up, bro. I,
1: I completely you
2: said, started. Gorgy, dang, bro. Who said, Gorgy, dang?
0: You didn't just say Gorgie Dang?
2: Brandon Clark.
0: Oh, you yeah. said Brandon Clark.
2: Oh, and Desmond Bain.
0: <laughs> oh, I just said Dang. <laughs>
2: <laughs> L- Luol. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's really impressive. I mean, obviously you get John Jar- Jackson back, and that's the two biggest pieces of that team. But the, the team that they're building, like the the coach that obviously resonates with the players, all of that, I think that what they're building in Memphis is going under the radar. And four and six without them too, is really impressive to start the season. But on that note, that wraps up the first Shoeless Joe's podcast episode of 2021. Let's clap it up! Great job, guys! And be, yeah, we'll, we'll try to be more consistent this year. We promise. Uh, we'll work on that. Um, but yeah, like we got a lot of things planned. I mean, obviously,
1: fans, uh,
2: I don't know what fan uh, Obi's a fan of, so I can't even make a joke. But uh, we'll let that one slide. But uh, we're getting closer, closer Our to a uh, joke in itself, to to to, uh, to the to the end of the. Uh, NFL season. I'm
1: last you guys get clapped tomorrow. I'm saying because
2: you don't know what team you support. I support Kevin Durant. It's called the easy way out. I respect it. Um, <laughs> CD Lamb. Um, Jerry Jones. Naming players that Obi likes. Troy Aikman. Not this time. It's the kid in the red sweater. It's you. <laughs>
1: it's you. <laughs> no
0: topping.
2: Colorblind. Um. Orange, orange, <laughs> it is fuchsia. All right. On, on that note, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be here through the the NBA season, whatever ends up occurring with that, um, and everything going on. So we already knocked on wood, so we do going to do it again. But just in case, we're just gonna make
0: sure everything's good there. Um, I yeah, think my g- house is made of wood. <laughs> 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 Knock it on brick. Bert- <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we're going to be there to, to walk you guys through it. And we're very excited for another year of the is Joe's. And we're going to keep trying to do, like, other content and see if you guys like that and
1: keep building. So mm, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Be on Good the lookout for me taking uh, my tinkles. <laughs> Martin Isaiah, ah, be on the lookout. <laughs>
2: on the lookout. Uh, I'll let the film speak for itself. I'm not even going to entertain that one. Um, I
0: will also do the same.
2: And in the, in the, <laughs> and in the comments, I want to have a question for you guys. If someone makes a step back jump shot and it hits only the net, is that called a heave or a make?
1: Oh, my God. It's been, it's been a
2: highly debated subject. And we oh,
1: swearing. my God. I
2: don't Dude, a, i mean,
1: up in the air.
2: Yeah, I shot it like this, bro. All right. Anyway, I made enough of them that they're called multiple heaves. I say, put Pascal Siakam away. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that. All right. But we'll, yeah, like you said. So we'll we'll have a bunch of new content Spicy. out. Follow all the socials. We already plugged them in the beginning. But if you made it here again, and you're not following, I don't know what you're doing. Because or if you, you skipped it, if you made it this far and you're not following, I mean that's kind of weird.
1: Shout <laughs> out to the Long Island next. You're a weirdo. Uh, access to their facility. You guys have seen them a little bit.
2: I'm saying, but they revoked it, so not not shout not shout out currently. Uh, yes, we can. If you didn't know, Isaiah is permanent is not permanent, temporarily closed. So we might have to find a new home to revoked to heave shots. But
0: oh, <laughs> on it's that, no, too personal here
2: at Shoeless Joe's Pod. When the Shul- game it's not, not cap cap when it was you two. Shoeless Joe's
0: Pod on the at, socials. <laughs> at the belt, the belt. thank you for pulling up.
2: Can run through a curveball into the equation, but thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you all next week.
0: Double, double,
2: double, double, so she didn't have a daughter, she did have a son She said the lift doesn't work, run up the stairs and come And if you don't come quick, cannot are not gonna know that son. So I drank